and welcome to Field of Geeks review of Zack Snyder's Justice League. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. I'm Billy. And I'm Joey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got All the right. game here. I'm so happy we're finally talking about this movie, which, you know, oh, yeah. years back we never thought would happen. Before we get into huge spoiler territory, I got three questions for each one of you, and we'll just go around the table, whoever wants to go first. Uh, one is your initial thoughts of the 2017 Justice League uh, second question, when you first heard about the Snyder Cut and the announcement, what what did you think? And, of course, what did you think of the Snyder Cut in a nutshell before we get into spoilers? So, whoever wants to go first. Well, you can you can actually go back and, you know, to the episode we recorded after, you know, the 2017 version came out. I was, like, actually on board with it. Like, I, I kind of enjoyed it to the point of, like, I kind of needed to, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I... It's almost like I needed a, like, I felt like DC needed a win. So it's like, I just wanted people to like it. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of in denial. But then, yeah, it just, with each, like, rewatch and everything, I was just like, ugh. This is, <laughs> this is not what we were, like, told about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was there when it was announced. So you could, like, <laughs> you could see my thoughts. But, um, you could. No, it was, it was, uh, it was awesome. It was like, uh, you know, uh, a whole fan base pretty much got vindicated mm-hmm. uh like just one random wednesday morning that was no it was it was it was awesome and just like my initial thoughts of the movie was just fantastic and like if you're a dc fan like i don't see any way that you could not like the movie the initial justice league i saw in the movie theater you know i thought at that time it was okay i was a little disappointed at the end of it because a lot of the scenes that we saw in the trailer weren't in the movie. I, I was a little confused on why they did that. I, I mean, I still like the movie based on because I like Justice League. And I'm a, you know, obviously a big Superman fan. So that that's one of the reasons why I liked it the most. Um, but again, it kind of left me wondering, you know, what the heck happened after what we saw mm-hmm. and all the guessing that we had to do in all the trailers. <laughs> and it just didn't pan out the way I had hoped. I think I found out about, this cut josh i think you were talking to me about it and i saw it uh online and then i saw joey's thoughts on <laughs> in the podcast that he was doing before so i was pretty excited when i heard that it was going to uh come out i didn't know if it's going to be possible so there's a lot of you know back and forth on if it's ever going to come out um how long it's going to be where it was going to be i'm glad i finally did uh this cut was by far Way better than the, fir- the initial version. A lot of the questions I had were answered. Um, I really enjoyed, you know, the storyline. The, the length of time was a little bit longer, of course, but you know, with the length of time that you need to add these characters, go back to their backstories, that helped a little bit. I mean, four hours was probably a little longer. Maybe three might have been better, but <laughs> I mean, they did a good job of, you know, adding the story about cyborg and a little bit more about flash because we didn't really see a whole lot of their backstories in the original cut and we knew what happened with superman but now we know how the you know some of the things happened the way they happened at the end of bbs and how they kind of fed that in so yeah i really enjoyed this cut and i was pretty excited when i had a chance to sit back in my living room and watch it you know with, with nobody bothering me for four hours <laughs> <laughs> That's great. What about you, Mitch? Well, um, you know, I'm kind of like Joey in the boat of, 
you know, uh, DC needed a real big win um, in Justice League, and I think the overall consensus was at the time that we watched it was that it was a pretty decent movie. Um, I think we even went as far as to say that uh, Superman kind of got more of the original feeling of um, a good guy, not as dark of a Superman as as uh, Snyder normally goes uh, for. So I think in, in that aspect, we, we kind of called it a win for Superman. Unbeknownst to us, I thought the way that it was packaged to me was that there were very little reshoots that Weldon did. Um, and so... Um, when I got to the movie, I was highly disappointed at uh, the CGI that was done uh, with Superman's uh, mustache. And I know that there's <laughs> now a movement for the mustache version, um, the Superman mustache version to come out. And and maybe my perception at the time was just I really wanted this movie to do well so that we could get more Justice League movies. Sure. And then all of a sudden grumblings happened, you know, mm-hmm. um, probably about a year or so, a year or two. I. I can't remember when this movie originally came out but uh about a year or so later they started having grumblings where it was like well this is really what happened um i think joey was kind of always at the forefront of of the information that was flowing out to mm-hmm. see follows snyder and so uh you know kind of learning that there were some massive reshoots the point where it changed the entire movie now that we know that and how much of that stuff came out uh, was just incredible, you know, the accusations that came out about his mistreating people. I think probably blackballed him from making movies ever again. Right. Um, and then, you know, when they, when they, we, I, I know that we had many conversations about it in previous podcasts where we were talking about, God, I wish it would just happen. And, and kind of the overall general consensus is, is yeah, it's never going to happen. And then Sonic happened and the rewrites and, the fan backlash that happened to that. And sure. who who actually did Sonic? Was that that wasn't Warner Brothers, was it? No. Uh okay. Sony Animation or something like that. Okay. I'm not so, sure which company. So when that when that happened due mm-hmm. to, you know, the fan backlash of what Sonic looked like, I kind of in the back of my head still held out hope because you know, there'd been grumblings, yeah, I've got all the original stuff that I did and all that stuff. I remember talking to Joey and, and saying, you know, do you ever think they will? He's like, dude, that is a long shot. And then when the merger happened with uh, Warner Brothers and, and HBO um, Max and then COVID hit, I kind of think it was just a perfect storm just to say, hey, you know, what better way to to get more subscribers and to get more people from Warner Brothers to sign up to HBO um, than to finally give in to the the fans demands and uh, finish this thing out like it should have been, you know, watching that movie on Friday night, uh, like I did. Um, it, it's a totally different movie. <laughs> um, Storylines are, are actually well fleshed out. I thought, um, you know, while I say that four hours is a long time to sit, it certainly didn't feel like it um, from a standpoint that, it, it kept humming right along, but I think it needed that four hours because it felt if it wasn't four hours and, and the amount of time that they spent with each character, um, it would have had the Spider-Man three feel, you right. know, with uh, how many different villains. And it was kind of like, oh, there's a new one. Oh, hey, where'd you come from? <laughs> um, yeah. And it was it was weird how how things were kind of uh, done because it seemed like I like the chapters thought. 
because yeah. each chapter kind of took on a different uh, a different character. Um, this one definitely had a heavy cyborg feel, and I liked how they how they kind of incorporated uh, that storyline. The mm-hmm. uh, the dad, you know, he's that's the guy from Terminator Two, and I've always thought of him as a great actor. He's been in a lot of shows. He sometimes really plays a bad guy and can do it extremely well. Um, cause I was, what was that one show, um, that he was in just recently where like he was the dad of the daughter that was having an affair with a president or something like that. I can't remember the name of the show, but it was, he was the bad guy and damn, he was good at it. Yeah. He's and he one of really those added character some, actors. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He really added uh, a wonderful feel to the, uh, the storyline of cyborg and stuff like that. And, and so you kind of got a better feeling of cyborg, which I don't think we've ever gotten before in a theatrical movie. Wonder Woman, I thought was way better. Um, the fight scene um, where they try to blow up the uh, museum was ten times better. Mm-hmm. I felt like, you know, the action part of it was better. Um, Batman, you finally got a more of a feel of the cape um, when he was flying around and stuff instead of just the kind of oh, it's on his back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aquaman, you got more of a feeling for, and I think the musical score actually helped too. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of, I don't know why, but I thought that the musical score would remain the same as far as like the Batman scenes with the Tim Burton guy who did. Oh, that Danny Batman, Elfman. They, yeah. Yeah. But they removed all that stuff mm-hmm. and I'm fine. That didn't take away from the movie at all. Um, Cause that, was, that was Whedon's pick. So yeah, they, they went back to Junkie XL, I believe. Correct me if oh, I'm wrong, Joey. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, no, it was it was junky. Was it? Because that was really well done. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Flash, they didn't do much with. Kind of felt like they, like Whedon really didn't change that part too much, except for maybe a couple of computer screens in the background. Yeah. When he saved that girl from the car crash. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. That was Iris nice West. Ad. Yep. Well, and also when he saved the world at the end. Yeah, the Speed Force. Um, yeah. That was kind of fleshed out a little bit better, and I guess um, reading after watching the show, they. Warner Brothers hated that scene, like to the point where they they demanded it be cut out. I guess I don't understand why. Um, but yeah, I think it's because it set up a bigger. Like I think the setups, they didn't really. I don't know. I'm just guessing they didn't want Snyder's setups, and that set up like the time. Like, well, I guess it set up the Speed Force, right? But it's like time travel element, so they probably thought, you know, they're gonna do their own version of that. I don't know. I'm totally guessing, but. But see, in order to do what Snyder wanted to do, mm-hmm. you had to do some things that just didn't make sense, and it would all add up at the end. Mm-hmm. So, like the Speed Force and all that stuff. It's uh, an investment. Yeah, Super- yeah, yeah. It's an extreme investment, and he wanted to do a five-story arc. So, you know, you've got the Speed Force and stuff that showed up in Batman versus Superman, which made absolutely no sense. But then, if you watch the Justice League, um, with the Speed Force, then it starts adding up. Right. But you had you have to do the movies this way in order to make it make sense. But I think Warner brothers didn't want to take the time or the investment to do so. They just wanted a quick win because Avengers was out there smacking their ass around (laughs) and, uh, DC comics are just darker. You know, they're not Mm -hmm. lighthearted. They're not, uh, you know, that, that, that kind of Saturday morning. Same like they have their moments. They're not like always dark. Like, yeah, right. There's more brighter ones. Like they both comic empires, they you know they play with both sides. But yeah, movie wise, yeah, you, I could see. Yeah, DC's been pretty, been darker than Marvel. Not like extremely dark, but Marvel's done no. some stuff. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's um, 
the, the stakes are much higher in Snyder's movies, you know, in particular. You just feel like I think, things are things, you know, <laughs> it's it's going down, yeah, that's right? What I, that's, that's right. what I and want I, for my for my comic book movies for the stakes to be high. And when it's two hours of people just telling like fart jokes, I'm like, I don't know why. I care about this. <laughs> right. And I, you know, you kind of get the feeling like Darkseid's a bigger villain than Thanos ever was. Like Thanos was just there to kind of shake things up and mess with people. But oh yeah. Darkseid, you know this this whole theory of of controlling everybody and yes. just character in general. I think you kind of get a feeling like, yeah, he could beat up Thanos and then doesn't need a glove either. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> no, no, but that's what well, I. Lo- Storyline is just as effed up as anything. Well, that's what's funny. There's comparisons between Darkseid and Thanos. Like Thanos is basically a ripoff of Darkseid. It's not right, Joe. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. he's like he's like Deadpool from um, uh, Slade Wilson, um, uh, Deathstroke. Correct. I think I know that. Yeah, right? yeah. Marvel's like we want like a big bad too, and I think they had Jack Kirby like come yeah. up with another Darkseid. Same development team, yeah. I mean, they did that all the time. Yeah. They, I don't know if they still do that much, but I just think it's funny. There's, you know, it just sucks for you know. I'm a fan of both, and I just I hate the uh, hatred WB gets. Well, not so much WB, but DC, right? Like Snyder. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are still. I think a lot of people have liked this cut. Honestly, um, yeah, they they mm-hmm. talk. It could be edited down. I could see that. I still enjoyed it for what it was. It took its time. It was just. You could also just pause the movie, right? Of course, yeah, of course, yeah. And I, I you know, I honestly um, appreciated the the length of it. And yeah, it was in chapters, it was in parts, and so you could yeah. totally be like, "I'm gonna stop here and I'll I'll pick it up again." So yeah, I but I enjoyed it. Gave every character their moment, and you felt for them, and they worked very effectively as a team in the end, much better than. Dare I say the Avengers? Like I, I still love the Avengers, but you never—that was such a quick um, get together, right? And yeah, it was like mm-hmm. lightning in a bottle. It did work, but for Justice League, they really had a lot of time to get to know each other. It felt like, and of course, yeah. Cyborg—you got his story. I think maybe in the Whedon cut, he did say it's a long story, and they didn't touch on it. I could be wrong. No, they didn't. They didn't show anything. They, they didn't. Just said, like he got in an accident, right? At least in this one, they kind of showed a bit of a video where, mm-hmm. you know, uh, he was kind of laying on that slab and then the whatever the mother box open or whatever it was. And then it gave him the rest of his body because he was just basically torn in half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it actually gave him it showed the story of how he became the way he was. Right. Based mm-hmm. on, I thought maybe the dad just added parts to him, but it actually just. He was built from the mother box, and they actually showed that. I think, which really, which really helped as well too. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. the character originally was built from by his dad. I could be wrong, but I think the mother box is a whole new idea that constructed him. Well, it got yeah, no, it got retconned. I think like in like New Fifty Two. Oh, that something. makes sense. Sure. So it is. It you know it's comic accurate, and like it it goes back to uh, Batman vs Superman where they show him, they show that video of Cyborg, like you know being created pretty much mm-hmm. so and it's like so this time they they you know kept with that whereas in the in the 2017 version they they completely reshot that scene right and like they they showed like you know his leg like he still had like a lower half which it was actually that they kept that in because they wanted to make sure the audience knew that cyborg still had a penis what <laughs> no that's a real shitting thing me 
that, that's a that's a real thing. So that okay, so Snyder, that was not a Snyder uh, like Warner no, Brothers put no. their look foot at the down. Lighting. Look at just look at the lighting in that scene. That, that like <laughs> there's so much you can tell that that's not Snyder. Right, right. Oh my god, that's yeah. so dumb. The only yeah. continuity error that like I the- saw with Cyborg <laughs> was when they were at the hospital. When Dad walks in, Cyborg has both eyes, right? And then when he's over getting the mother box treatment, he has only one eye. Does that make sense? I think his, I think he had a, a gauze or something over that eye. And then when you yeah. saw him, I think his eyeball was yeah, still there, but it was all white. It was like just yeah, it was like it was like it was like pop, it was like popped out or whatever. Yeah, so it's just like when he was in the hospital, he had both eyes, and both eyes were open. And well, no, and so- but but it was, but it wasn't. It, the other eye wasn't functioning though. Like oh. he had it, but he, I mean. Maybe they're trying to save it or something, and it just didn't work. Yeah, like they just—he had the eye, but it was just—it it wasn't working. Ah, okay. That's a small thing to pick out, probably nitpick, but that didn't take away. I just noticed it. That's all. There was way less nitpicky in this movie than it was in the original, as for sure. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I did like the part because at the end of the uh, the first version, you know, they're all—you know—Superman's in his regular suit, but they're all standing on that ledge. And then everything around the area was like all flowery and green. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I forgot all about that. Really, uh, which I don't understand how that happened. You know, once yeah. they killed all the, you know, all the demons and stuff like that. But then everything's green, and all flowery. But then this one, you know, it's darker, and you know, Superman's in his black suit. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. They, I mean, they had they can declare victory uh, based on you know since you know Dark Side didn't cross over to the to the world. But it was just weird because everything looked a little more normal at the end of this version than it was at the original. Cause it's kind of hard to uh, envision, you know, winning a battle and then everything turns green. Yeah. Um, like, it, yeah, it, it was still it, a shithole in this one when they left it. It was like, yeah, we, we, you know, save the day. This place is still a mess. You know, it's bad, but yeah, we're, we're in this, that's why we're leaving. In nuclear, they're in this nuclear, you know, it's like Chernobyl uh, pretty much. Building. I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then, you know, they get rid of uh, Steppenwolf. And then everything that starts growing weeds all over the all over the <laughs> building as well too. Well, <laughs> it's still highly radiated, so yeah, you can look yeah. from afar, but yeah, don't don't take a trip. Um, yeah. Well, no, in well in this version, you know they they said like he killed the radi or he he absorbed the radiation to you to like build his base. Mm. So like it wasn't. I don't think it was like uh, radioactive anymore. Okay. Yeah, that that makes more sense. The, the thing that they I almost kind of got the feeling after now thinking about the welding cut is that did Warner brothers kind of call this a one and done thing? Um, because there was a ton of foreshadowing in the Snyder version, like right before they uh, brought back Superman cyborg had all these premonitions happen from reading or from attaching to the mother box stuff. I love that. You know, yeah. Kind of felt like, when we saw the flash appear in Batman versus Superman, like yes. how is that all going to play? It doesn't make any sense. Why is it here? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it will make sense, but I mean, we got some heavy, heavy foreshadowing, you know, oh, like yeah. the mother box saying, don't bring back Superman. This stuff will happen. You know, you can't trust him. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and, it, yeah. It went forward with what BVS kind of was getting into. Like, that's what I like about it. Like, you know, I, right. And when, so now I, now I want the rest of the series. Right. But, you know, he set so much go, stuff up. He set it all up right. for WB and it's like, Oh, mm-hmm. come on guys. And here we sit again, <laughs> thinking again, are we going to get more? 
or are we just done? Well, they, <clears throat> you know, and, and things come out from scenario. Well, you know, I, I'm not going to ever say no to another thing, but it's just like, is he playing the media so that he can get his final vision done? I mean, you know, I mean, now, he, doesn't, he doesn't control the studio. So like, it's no. really, you know, it's up to them now if they're going to offer him, like there's a lot they have to offer him. Like they have to offer him money. They have to offer him like total creative control. Like, like he sure he could be, you know, just being coy, but like at the end of the day, and he, all the he, shit that Warner brothers has done. I mean, you know, they come out and they've tried to, uh, they've tried to, um, stop the hype by releasing the information of who they want to play Superman. Um, yeah. the accidental, and I use accidental in quotes, uh, leak of this, of the movie on HBO yeah. max. Mm-hmm. You can definitely tell that Warner Brothers is still pissed about this. They're embarrassed. Oh, they're embarrassed. Yeah, they're embarrassed above all. Yeah. Well, I mean, they should. They should be embarrassed, and they should kind of, you know, redeem that by giving him the uh, the authority to make these movies. Because if he did, if this thing did so well, then you know, let him finish the series, and right. and just you know, let them redeem some of the money that they lost from the you know from the original version. Yeah, they lost a lot of money on that one, and mm-hmm. they should let him just finish it out because that way they can have the win. They'll generate more profits. They'll generate more, you know, a better base for their fans. Because I, I can, for me, you know, Warner Brothers, they've already got uh, people signing, you know, petitions saying that they want this to, to keep going on. I kind of yeah. wonder. I mean, Warner Brothers is pretty big, and they make a lot of movies. So I, I kind of wonder, you know, if they're going to lose a lot more money from fans for, on other movies until mm-hmm. they create, help, you know, let Jack Snyder, you know, do this other two and three, you know, Justice League movies. And then I, I just kind of wonder about that. If yeah. going to kind of boycott that a little bit more. Well, yeah. and if, I, if I were in their PR firm, I would say the best thing you can do right now is get behind this. And say, you know what? We made a mistake. We're sorry. Here you go. And and not try to play this backhanded. Well, we still, you know, I mean, they're not saying anything, but by not saying anything and the stuff that they've done, um, kind of hints that there's they're a, still very sore about the, all this. There's a lot of shady yeah. shit going on from their part. Right. You know, they're just, yeah. I mean, yeah, Mon- Monday they did say they weren't, you know, they're not going to continue it. And it's like, that's. That doesn't make any sense. They couldn't wait to say that, though, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's like they couldn't even give us a week to celebrate the movie. Yeah. And also, like, it's, like, just give Zach, it's literally two more movies. Like, you're not giving him a 10-movie deal. Right. It's two more movies that he wants to do, or, well, that he had planned, and then you would be done. And then you could, like, oh, you know, open the door to whatever multiverse stuff you want to do. Right. That That's another thing on, you know, they were like, they're going hard on this multiverse thing. Like multiple possibilities, so like all your favorite people, blah blah blah, and it's like, okay, so what about the Snyderverse? It's like, no, that's impossible. We can't do that. <laughs> it now goes, and I'm now starting to think, God, maybe Avengers would have been better without Weldon. Maybe we should have had the Russo brothers do it the entire time. You know, <laughs> they had to prove themselves first, but yeah, yeah. No, I see your, yeah, oh yeah. They, I think they would have done a much better job, but. I mean, the yeah. the Age of Ultron was a shitty movie. <laughs> it was decent, but it was yeah. shitty. Yeah. No, uh, Avengers. Avengers to me was just lightning in a bottle, and uh, yeah, the follow ups was not that, not that great. But uh, yeah, I mean, Snyder, he's just he's an artist. He's um, you know he just shoots things very well, and he selects he casts people very well. Joey, you've said that yourself. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, he made a lot of hits for Warner Brothers before this, and they were really quick to shit on him. And he was going through hell with his daughter, you know, passing away. And that whole thing was just handled terribly. And, yeah, they wanted to get their movie out, and he probably couldn't work on it at the time. But still, it felt like it was all a shitty deal, and they just were trying to sugarcoat it like, oh, well, he, you know, he's stepping away. But Whedon's taking over, and everything's going to be great. And, you know, they high-five each other. It's great. We're all happy. And... But yep. a funny thing to to tell the group is um, Steve couldn't be here today, but he, uh, I think he maybe told the group, I'm not sure, but he, uh, when he watched this, he liked it, by the way, he flipped oh, off yeah. the WB logo when it showed it at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that'd be Classic something funny. Steve. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, I, honestly, yeah, it's like, fuck you, Warner Brothers. Like, you don't even want this. Like, AT&T pushed this, basically, and... Mm-hmm. I think it'll be up to them really for this to go forward. You know, oh, yeah. I, I hope so. I, I did hear, I think HBO got like 120 subscribes and you know, if you times that with like 14, was it 14, 15 bucks a month? Like that's a hell of a profit. But then they said, it, now wait, you're saying 120. Are you saying 120 or 120 million? Million. Did I say million? Oh, no, no, you said 120. No, million, million. <laughs> I was like, man, that's not a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, no. Whoops, I forgot that little part. You know, the part that is important there. Yeah. Uh, yeah no, that, they're getting a lot of money. They're getting a lot of, uh, you know, watch time on this movie. Um, like, it's, I mean, like, they're not, for some reason, they're not putting out numbers, but, like, a lot of, like, places in, um, you know, other countries are, because, like, it's not, HBO Max isn't uh, international yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, really? It's not? Well, not completely. I think it's like in a few countries, but well, I'll make a difference. Like some people when it does. just have to like rent rent the movie mm-hmm. or or something, which oh, is sure. like kind of the same price. And you know, it's like it's like shattering records, like like rental records, you know, streaming records. It's just like it's you know they're getting so much like history making, yeah, from this one movie. I saw an article and I can't remember who wrote it, but they were trying to say that Wonder Woman eighty four. Um, still outpaced uh, the Snyder Cut. Oh, made more the first day release. Yeah, that's what I heard too. But again, if they're reporting that, like I don't trust them. <laughs> I mean, that was from Hollywood Reporter, right? But Warner- I mean, that was also so that was like they were really fishing for a narrative there because the way they worded it was like more people. I think it was it said something like more people watched the first five minutes of Wonder Woman than the Snyder Cut or something like yeah. that. Yeah. What do you mean the first? What? What? Why would you mention the first five minutes? What does that have to do with anything? The first five minutes, just the credits. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Right. So yeah. it's like, so you know, people are like, "What does this even have to? What does this even mean?" Yeah. So they're that's really like, that's they're, like saying they're in really football. Digging deep. They're really digging deep for like you know, where's our where's our win? Like, how can we spin this mm-hmm. into like we were right? right? They can't. Right. Correct. Yeah, it's just shitty. The whole studios just it just, you know, it's a it's just a bad image and they, you know, they this is a perfect chance to course correct and yeah, you don't have to do everything Snyder wants to to do, but like again, he set up so much in this film. You know, yeah, it was 4 yeah. hours long, it took its time, but still there's so much now set up. Like Dark Side was You can pause the movie anytime. Well, they're probably pissed mm-hmm. off because yep. they want to call it the Snyderverse, not anything with do Warner Brothers, it would call the Snyderverse. So, mm, you know, yeah. you have the, you know, on CW, they have the Arrowverse. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they have that. So that's spinning off a bunch of shows and all type of stuff, which has worked for them. 
So, you know, that's part of the reason why that why they're probably ticked off that they want to just have just a one name thing on there and right. not really a, a Warner Brothers movie. It's a Snyder movie. Mm-hmm. Well, but but that's the thing you can like because because the, they came out like uh, the week that the movie was about to come out and they said, oh, we're still looking at the Whedon version as canon. Like that's that's what we're going to build off of. So it's like, OK, so then why not just treat this as an Elseworlds type deal? Mm-hmm. Could be like it's, you know, that that's where, you know, the, the crazy stuff can happen. All the Elseworld comics like people can die that you don't expect people to die, like different you know variations on characters. I mean, you look at, you know, you saw Wonder Woman, she's dead. Uh, Lois Lane, she's dead. Like Aquaman, he dies. So it's like, why not treat this as an Elseworld if you're not going to, you know, look at it as canon anymore? Like we can move past that, I guess. Like mm-hmm. we're, we're already at this point where we're going to treat this as canon. Like, like the fans will. The 2017 version just doesn't exist anymore. Like that's, no, not that's in all my mind. So like, I just don't understand why. It's it's so hard just to be like, yeah, we'll let him do two more movies in like his Elseworld universe and then he'll be done, whatever. Like, who cares? Well, they set up multiverse in this film, right? The Snyder version. Didn't they say multiverse at some point? Yeah. Yeah. They, they said the all there. Life is the way, to, the way to control life in the multiverse. Right. Yep. It's like it's all there. Like, just move forward. Like, let him finish this. They're, sucker. they're, they're super. They're very embarrassed. You know, it's not about what's right at this point. Yeah. Well, they wanted the Marvel. They wanted, you know, they wanted the billion dollar movies. And it's like, dude, you already had your fan base. And then you could straight up just alienated them. Yeah. And like, you know, their biggest thing, like, was they wanted hope and optimism from this movie. And they wanted to get back to, like, the classic Superman. It's like the classic Superman is boring in this day and age. Like, like, Christopher Reeve, like, he's like, it's he was great for his time. Like that, that entire interpretation of superman like for the 70s mm-hmm. it was great you gotta let shit like evolve you gotta let characters like evolve yeah especially with batman and bbs it's like yes he murdered but like they're telling you why it's bad they're telling you the entire movie why it's bad that he's killing they're not saying like it, Zack snyder is not like yeah more killing he's like <laughs> yeah like every batman has killed besides adam west and george clooney so like this is the only one that holds them like accountable, and yeah. now all of a sudden you're like getting pissy about it. So it's kind of like the same thing with Superman and and you know the Justice League and Zack Snyder's Justice League, like they were going for this like hope and optimism thing, and it's funny because the hope and optimism was actually in Zack Snyder's version all along. Right. Right. Yeah. This you know, and here's has more heart to Joey's uh, to Joey's credit about you know the, the whole popcorn kind of Superman. If you take a look at the James Bond series um, with Pierce Brosnan, um, they actually, if you watch the special features uh, on Casino Royale, they actually go into why they decided to go with Casino Royale. And it it comes out that they actually had another Pierce Brosnan James Bond in the works. However, what occurred was 2001 and and the, uh, the attack on on the twin towers and they said the entire mood of the, of the world changed. And mm-hmm. so they had to reconnect and, and figure out a different way, uh, to package James Bond. Because if you noticed, um, the Pierce Brosnan's were kind of campy and they were popcorny and they were funny and they were feel good. And I mean, Denise Richards as a bond girl. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so they had to go back to their roots and kind of make it more gritty and, and more realistic and stuff like that. And that's why, 
Casino Royale did so good is because they changed course uh, due to the kind of audience um, that they were now working with. Because I don't think another James Bond with Pierce Brosnan would have worked. Probably not. And so you you have to look at your audience (laughs) as your main driver. Joey's 100% right. I mean, you know, we're not dealing with an Adam West Batman anymore. It's not like Oh, you know, Scott. turn the, the camera sideways <laughs> and show bad guys in a, yeah. in a lighthearted manner where, yeah, they do bad things, but, you know, they're kind of funny and, you mm-hmm. know, you feel good about it. No, I mean, we're talking about real life scenarios because we've been brought into the real world now. Uh, the age yeah. of the Internet is, has linked us all together. So now things that we were shielded from, we can see readily available and it gets shoved into our face. There, there was a market for more seriousness. Like I remember after Iron Man. When they were, yeah. they were looking into Tony's alcoholism in the second one. They really wanted the, um, the classic comic. Uh, you know, they wanted to dive into that. Of course, Marvel played it safe, and you know, they were trying to build something massive and all that. But yeah, you needed. I mean, that's the funny thing is about this WB. They, I mean, everyone knew Snyder's resume, right? Like, did they really yeah. expect he was going to? Uh, make like a golly gee whiz, you know, uh, type of superhero film. Like, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's got a message and yeah, there's darkness and mm-hmm. what he, when he, what he tells. And, but, but it was funny going back to Superman, like you're talking about Joey, um, people got the Christopher Reeves one back, uh, Superman returns and nobody liked that. I mean, no one yep. really, you know, were down it's for more that of that. They, it's not even that they didn't like it. They just didn't even show up. Yeah. Like, like they just didn't show up to watch the movie, and now you know we're we're ten, fifteen years later, and people were like, "Oh, why can't you go back to Boy Scout?" You know, like uh, Happy Superman. Yeah, and it's like it's like cool. So like Superman Returns, he was a deadbeat dad. Uh, you know, he he was also like like mopey a lot. So it's like, what do you what do you really want? Do you just want to watch like the '70s Superman? Because you can. Those movies still exist. Man of Steel and like the Snyderverse existing isn't gonna like, you know, redo the seventies movies. You can go watch those anytime you want mm-hmm. and just completely shut up. Yeah. I think Brandon Robb was able to redeem himself when he became the, the king of Kong Superman on the uh Oh yeah, sure. that was great. And yeah. in the in the uh, uh Arrowverse because yeah. I know that he, awesome. he got a lot of crap from Superman Returns and uh unfortunately, you know, we I wish he would have gotten a couple more movies out of that. But, you know, looking back in this day and age now I'm yeah. kind of glad he didn't, but uh, I think once he was able to redeem himself as the Kingdom Come Superman, I think he got a lot more praise for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, and hopefully we can they can do that as well too in the future. But I, I just hope that they can just get two or three more because I mean the way they ended, you know, Justice League and with all these other the epilogue that happened at the end, all yes. stuff, you know, we need we need we need to have at least the second one at least to see you know where it goes from there and you know if superman becomes evil you know i'd like to see that side of him and because like you said before we we're used to seeing the boy scout superman and yeah. now that this is getting a little darker now and you know superman you know becomes evil supposedly and i, I kind of want to see that side of him i mean I, I hope that they can redeem that portion of course right because you already I know think, you already know his goodness wanna, and stuff it's like yeah, it's just another yeah, side so. it's more interesting yeah it's well, fresh and also you gotta think back like in live action, when have we seen an evil Superman? Not just like a an alcoholic Superman, like Superman, Superman three, two, like yeah, not like just like an alcoholic Superman three, <laughs> but like an actually like evil, like in a taking over the world, like you know, 
succumbing to the anti-life equation evil right succumbing to people's fears of a powerful being like that exactly like what we've seen to an evil superman is on the cw with the current superman that we have now when he was wearing the black suit on on the tv show that's the only that's the closest we've ever come to i'm sorry i'm in i'm in a good interpretation why? Oh, okay. question... <laughs> that's the closest we've ever gotten to the evil Superman. No, that's true. I, I, I know. I'm just giving <laughs> the cheesier way of an evil Superman. That's the closest we've gotten. But yeah, you're yeah, right. The last, right. The last one we had was back in what 1981, 82, when uh, you know Chris Reed decided to drink too much after eating <laughs> uh, a piece of kryptonite. Yeah. So you know that's that's. Yeah. Best scene in that see. film. I mean, I know we're going back. It's not Justice League, but best scene in Superman 3 to me is the Clark Kent Superman drag out fight in the junkyard. I thought that was really cool. Oh, yeah. Okay, so question, guys. Why do we accept co- or the cartoon versions of evil Superman, but man, we don't dare push it in live action? Well, you know what? Not as cheesy. <laughs> I don't know. It's not, well, yeah, it's not as cheesy, but also, well, I mean, you look at the finale of. Um, the Superman animated series, like the, the two part finale, he was literally like a, a minion for Darkseid. Like Superman, you know, got brainwashed or whatever and was working for Darkseid. So it's like, you know, you claim to love all these like like classic Superman tales. Mm-hmm. And it's like, cool, this is a classic Superman tale. It's like, shut up. <laughs> um Yeah. But like, no, it's it's it I I very much think it has to do with Snyder. It's another like, you know, People have this weird hate towards him, and I never understand it, but it's pretty much anytime he tries to do anything different or even anything that's been done before, people are always like, why are we doing this? This doesn't need to be a thing, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, if I feel like if anybody else had done this, you would have been like on board for it. No. Well, and he's the most, I would say, as as far as all the directors go, he's probably the most comic book accurate director we have. Oh, yeah. Yet he's the guy who gets shit on the most. Yeah. And that's what pisses me off. Well, that's too. why he did um, Watchmen. He he knew, like, I someone else, else was going to do Watchmen, and they were going to take it into the present day. And he thought mm-hmm. that was terrible. And so he was like, you know what? I'm going to get shit for this, but I'll do it. I'll do it, you know, the, the comic mm-hmm. version. And, yeah, you'll still get shit on you know you got alan moore who hates everything anyway so i wasn't surprised he didn't get his his uh yeah he's a little crazy uh yeah getting back to the nightmare cliffhanger i'm glad they gave us that and that was completely like you know additional photography yes like that was back that was back in october like him and jared leto didn't share a scene like i mean in the movie they did but that was all separate yeah no they weren't they weren't there at the same time right that's i i don't know what i just love trench coats and batman in a trench coat is so badass to me (laughs) even though it's i'm sure it's fucking hot as hell but I just love mm-hmm. his banter with the Joker's like, and I will fucking kill you, which people are, you know, bitching about. But it's like, you know what? The world's going to shit. Did you, do you see the landscape? Like going to shit? It is. It's there. It, it's at shitville. Well, yeah. Like Population. in that, in that nightmare. Yeah, exactly. So he's got no time to be like, you know, I'm not going to kill and da da da. It's like, no, yeah. he, he has to survive. Like this is, yeah, this is a shithole. And uh, yeah, even if we don't go forward with the Snyder verse, it paid off BVS more, even though we knew that off off camera what was happening. But you got to see Flash mm-hmm. in that suit, which made sense. Like, okay, yeah, it's starting to connect, connect mm-hmm. a lot of dots. And yep. it'd be better to go forward. But if, if this is all we get, I mean, I'll take it, I guess. But yeah. I, I do I do like, you know, Deathstroke, he's with them. And um, 
Mira, which let's talk about that. Mira's British accent. What would you guys think about that? Did you guys catch that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was like, was, whoa, that's different. Awesome. Like, I thought it was awesome. Just like, it's another way for Zach to be like, you know, he could have changed. <laughs> this it. is mine. Like, yeah. Yeah. He'd be like, no, fuck you. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm having her keep the accent. Yeah. Now, I don't think like, I don't even think it would have been a, like a, like a jab at James Wan or anything. It was mostly just like at WB. It's like, mm-hmm. why would you change your accent? Right. Like it'd be one thing if he it'd be one thing if the Aquaman movie came out and she had an American, you know, accent. Yeah. And then and then and then Justice League came out and she had a British one. But it's like, no, she was British or whatever or whatever accent she had. Yeah. She had that first. And right. then you switch it to American. And it's like that's that was stupid. Why <laughs> why did you do that? I loved I thought she did a good British accent. I mean, she is American, yeah. right? She's not British, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought she I loved it. I thought it gave it more class, more elegance um to that world, you know. Cuz you do have like mm-hmm. I think a lot of British actors. Well, I guess you don't have a lot of British actors in the Aquaman world right now, but I really like his underwater sequences better. And I get for Aquaman, you have to um eliminate some things uh, because it's a full movie dedicated to Aquaman, you know, how they can talk mm-hmm. easily underwater and, you know, there's not, well, not a lot I of mean, bubbles and shit, but I, I really mean, like Snyder's well, underwater world. Look at the, look at the uh, scene where um, Mara and Aquaman meet with Volko. Yes. They're literally in an air bubble. Yeah. They're not well, and that's, that's what I noticed too, is like every time that they actually had a talking scene, they had to go into the air bubble. Um, and when they didn't, um, there was kind of a, uh, sonar kind of talk like a yeah. whale a whale squeak or yeah. whatever yeah, yeah. and Which, that was yeah. that was a nice little added touch because it was kind of like okay well <laughs> you can't really talk underwater even yeah if you are human. could you imagine yeah, a whole movie like that though we're not driving nuts like oh my god zach talked about how he wanted that to be like his thing yeah like that's how they communicated and people were like no that's stupid and he's like all right well i'm gonna do it anyways <laughs> for, you know, I no, get, no. I get for a full movie though. You got to change it, probably, right? No one's gonna, unless you're gonna no, do captions. In, yeah. Aquaman, in Aquaman, the movie, yeah, their first meeting with Volko, they're in an air bubble. They're not underwater. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like people are like, oh, like <laughs> I'm so glad they took out the air bubbles in Aquaman. It's like, well, they didn't. Like literally, the first time they go underwater, they're in an air bubble. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it like that ship or something? Yeah, it's like the. Yep the broken up ship where he's telling them like where to get the trident and everything. Yeah. So it's like people just, I don't know. I don't know what it is with people who bring up these arguments and it's like, are you stupid? Or like, you know, do you just not watch the movies <laughs> or do you just want to like be contrarian or something? Cause it's yeah. like, there literally is an air bubble in the Aquaman movie. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand <laughs> like <laughs> where you're saying like, this is better. Well, and so question. Yeah. Question yeah. guys. Cause I was, I was thinking about this while you guys were talking why on a couple of things, a couple of questions. So I almost get a feeling like at one point Warner brothers tried to buy the rights to Marvel um, and failed. So that's why they keep on trying to hire people who, uh, and maybe it's just a contrived thought, um, hire people that have worked on Marvel movies to make their DC stuff work. Right. Cause now you have uh, James Gunn who did the suicide squad too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you guys seen the trailer for that? Not to get off on a tangent, but it's... Oh, I like, I like it. it. I think it looks good. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. Looks it looks crazy. I mean, you kind of get that Guardians feel a little yeah. bit with it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I think so they just I snatch think... up talent when they can get it. Like, Whedon wasn't doing anything. I think after his Avengers, they were they moved on. And, um, and you know, Gunn, obviously, he was let go uh, temporarily. So, they're like, hey, you want to come over here and do something? Because, you know, a lot of these... So... 
a lot of these creators they're they're fans of everything, you know. So I don't think they're like oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna do any DC stuff or Marvel stuff. Yeah. I just I don't get this. Oh, let's snap up Marvel talent thing. Why can't it, like you know when you're a kid and your parents tell you, well, don't try to one up your friends. You know, just be yourself, be original. Mm-hmm. That's why you have friends, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like the WB hasn't learned that lesson. Right. <laughs> I agree with that. Well, they they didn't try it until later in the game. So like they were doing their own thing up until like BBS or even like like Suicide Squad, even though that was you know heavily butchered too then you know when they weren't making the money they wanted even though they were making like a shit ton of money they weren't making the money they wanted they brought in yeah they brought in weed in or they brought in um you know gun i i think again it's just like the faith in the directors and like mm-hmm. they they lost it along the way and i don't even think they wanted to like fix it well yeah and they i don't i, don't, I think they just wanted the money like like yeah and i get that they're a business like i i'm not stupid or you know yeah naive in that in in thinking like that way it's just like i get that they want money but it's like you have to put out a a good a good product like it doesn't make any sense to just be like well we'll just like try right. try the marvel formula on our dc movies it's like no 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 people are gonna you can't do that <laughs> Right. Yeah. Don't put your money before your product. Like you make, just make a good product, focus on that. And you know, like this whole justice league experience, I think this could be the most expensive movie ever made or close to Mm -hmm. that. Joe Magna Maganello was on it. It was being interviewed about, you know, Deathstroke and whether or not he'd come back. And he said, yes, he would, of course. But he said like, this movie is pretty much um, as expensive or more than Cleopatra. And that was, you know, back a long time ago, but yeah, look at how much money they put into this expecting well, to get a billion technically the Zack Snyder's Justice League was only only 70 million because they already paid the money for the 2017 crap fest right and what Snyder so, shot already right exactly yeah and you know like he he worked on this movie for the past few years without studios help mm-hmm. so it's like so you know a lot of free time or a lot of dedication not saying it's not expensive but like the 70 million that they paid back in like uh you know september october that was for the like the five minute additional photography none of that money went to snyder like he didn't get paid to to finish this movie right it went to like the vfx artists the the you know on set crew probably like the actors too like manganello and everything yep yep I mean, it was money well spent, but yeah, I mean, this was obviously a passion project for Snyder. Like, it wasn't wasn't finished, like, to him. Like, he wanted, I mean, right. this was, I think he just saw the opportunity. Like, I'm not a money, I mean, yeah, I'm sure he likes making money, obviously. But I, I think this was, like, this was a piece of art that I, I didn't get to finish and it was taken from me and, mm-hmm. you know, stripped of all of its originality, pretty much, and just kind of mm-hmm. cookie-cuttered, put back together. But yeah, I'd like to definitely point out uh, Dark Side in the very beginning of these trailers. Uh, you know, I, I thought it was decent. I, I was like, uh, you know, it's quite not there yet. Uh, but then they obviously, you know, all these big budget movies or, you know, big effects movies, they keep working on them until like <laughs> pretty much right before they come out. I think they really mm-hmm. nailed Dark Side in the end. I think they really, Oh um, yeah. I think he was Thanos level, honestly. And I know a lot of people, they always, like, again, you got... F- Fans are like, we got to alienate each other. You know, Thanos look better. You know, it's like, okay, they improved this. Far. No, no, no. Dark side looks good. And you should, you know, respect the, the hard work and uh, dedication they did with him. I mean, to bring him back into this, like 
he took place he took Stefan's place in the uh the ancient earth battle which was a much bigger battle we got yeah. and uh I-, I loved every minute of it you got introduced the uh, anti-life equation like again mm-hmm. set up set up set up and it's just yeah. a shame if they're not going to use any of this because it's like that's the other thing it's already been set up why would you want to spend more money to set it up again <laughs> Like it's yeah. just idiotic to me, you know. Unless they don't want to even go the wings again. Yeah, yeah, probably right. Yeah, I, I loved I, how they. Uh, I loved how they in the uh, in the war, they you know they they introduced the lanterns, which I wish they would have done a little bit more with. I wish I right, know. but they add, but they added the Greek gods. They added Zeus and they added uh, Ares. Uh, Ares, and of course they didn't do that before. So I mean, knowing that. You know, Wonder Woman's, the Amazons kind of come, you know, from the gods and all type of stuff. I'm glad that they actually introduced that. Stuff. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, they, they had him in the movie, in the 2017 movie, but it was just with Zeus, like Ares. Oh, it was Ares? With Ares, they, they changed the actor because like in, you know, in this one, it was David Thewlis from, from Wonder Woman. Right. But in 2017, it was a completely different actor. Right. Which like Odd. that makes less sense. That makes less sense to do that in 2017 because it's like we literally just saw him in in Wonder Woman. Why would you cut him out of this movie? Yeah. Right. Well, in freaking uh, Stephen Wolf, man, that uh, redone look for him was that dude was oh, yeah. freaky. That dude was freaky. I know mm-hmm. you you were afraid of him. He was much better, menacing design, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, you you really were scared of him. I was just gonna say, like, until the end of the movie, where you're kind of feeling sorry for him, because like the sods being this like little asshole of, <laughs> yeah. a, of like a servant to Darkseid, and yep. like and, you know he's being like such a prick to Steppenwolf. You're like, whoa, I feel sorry for Steppenwolf. Right? Yeah. I told you he's gonna fail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just the the eyes, the the eye work they did with Steppenwolf when he gets like oh, the. Yeah. Um, it gets more powerful. Off his eyes from blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like all of that. And um the actor who, who voiced him, uh who, who was that, Joey Ellis? Yeah, like I'm sure this is what he signed on for. And yeah, it really oh, yeah. does show like there was so much building of this character. Was the guy who played Seven Wolf in the original the same guy who voiced him in this one as well too? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But he but was on record the- saying that he did not CGI. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he, he did motion first, cap or anything. He was the first one to come out. And he was the first like big actor to come out and say like that wasn't we worked on. Like hopefully the director's cut comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that, that it made him like a blue dude. It was like he looked like humanoid. And this this Stephen Wolf is yeah. definitely not. He's definitely a creature from somewhere else. And that's the thing they made. They thought they that he was too scary for like the kids or whatever. Oh my god! And it's like, hey man, I for sure don't give a shit. Like. You got you see you got to stop catering to children like just like completely because it's like you still have adult like pe- adults pay for those tickets. They know? were children, so they know and they're ready to see yeah. this shit look real. And I mean, it's this is a feast. This whole movie is a, a huge feast. And oh, I yeah. just love to be honest, like in the beginning, I kind of got annoyed with the uh, Wonder Woman like, ah, but then it grew on me and I appreciated it a lot more. I love the um. They, people say this is weird, but you know they're probably just haters mostly. But the Aquaman scene, where which I love, Bruce Wayne actually taking the time to find Aquaman. You got that from the initial trailer, and then Justice League comes out. He's on the rooftop, right? And Alfred's like, "It's time to yeah. assemble the team." And next thing you know, he's got a full beard, and you're like, mm-hmm. "How long did it take this dude?" Because damn, he can grow a beard <laughs> in two days. Like shit. Yeah. 
But I love <laughs> I love that whole setup. Like he went to that bar and the dialogue and the people, and then the girls like they worship Aquaman. It, like he's like yeah. like all these yeah, characters are gods, they, right? They sing, they sing the song when, they, when he goes into the sea. He, they sing. Yeah. When he's tough. It's so. like it's like um, I mean it's in texts and shit. Like there's a lot of um, it, this isn't just like silliness like you know they worship this guy and the, i think the song is to like is like a hope for the him to come back or something like that because they don't know if he's coming yeah. back you know he, he just left and i do like they kept some lines like you know they're talking about gotham and he goes oh that shithole like I, I like that line that was pretty good and uh yeah uh, aquaman yeah i loved uh uh william defoe looked a lot different than he did in um aquaman movie but it was fine it was yeah. fine it was we fine got the you got to see how he got his armor, how Aquaman got the armor for the movie, because that, yeah. that was his mom's trident, and he just slams it down because he's like, damn it, take this trident. And Mira's saying, yeah. you know, you need to do what your mom would do, go up and defend, because like all of that was really it wasn't there in the, the 2017. I think that was the biggest problem is like. Why are these people here? Well, how do they know to be here? Like, well, yeah, yeah. Well, and it's like, how does Aquaman know about the mother box? Like in this one, it explains it. He's saying, you know, Willem Dafoe says like snatchers have come, yeah, from the surface. They're, you know, they're looking for our mother box. But in the 2017 one, he just swims right down, and right. he's like, I got, I, I, I see the mother box or whatever. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? And I, I just like the explanation of the mother box better. Like Diana still. Uh, tells us tells us of the the past battles and all that, but it's it's done mm. more naturally this time rather than like her and mm. Bruce just take a walk, you know, out of nowhere. Yeah, and yeah, I like how she explained, you know, what they were. It wasn't so magical; they were more like machines. And getting mm. into like um, Cyborg, we got to obviously see his family and all that, and which was it was great and. I loved how you can could communicate to machines, uh, you know, like the um, the big uh, bat carrier. He oh, the flying fox. Yeah, I loved how he said uh, um, it just needs a it software. Yeah, like he made it fly. It wasn't Bruce mm -hmm. Wayne or Alfred. And I like how he could, yeah. he could communicate uh, when he went to the mother box and was telling his story. I love how it. Yeah, he's there, like in his football gear or his letter jack, letterman's jacket, and he's just walking yeah, around. He's yeah. like, "Yeah, the the Nazis took this back in '42 or whatever," and like all that shit was that really was, cool. That was a good way to show him, you know, like that's how he saw himself in yeah. in his mind or whatever. And then, like at at the end of the movie, when he's in the Unity, it finally transitions into he sees himself as like as cyborg. Like, yeah, you know, he's embraced his new. Like, like it or not, that's who he is now. Like, and he fully embraced that, which I love. Right. Um, but if we can get back for for just a quick second to the to if we're gonna have a pissing contest over Thanos and Darkseid, this was Darkseid's first appearance in yes. DC film. Yep. Yep. Um, I think I know so where you're going. Like first, <laughs> if we're talking about first appearances, holy Thanos shit! first appearance <laughs> was in was in Avengers for literally two seconds. Yes. And no speaking lines. Like he just turned around and like gave that weird smile. And I'm not saying he didn't look good, but if we're gonna like, you know, again, if we're getting into a pissing contest, yeah, Darkside looked miles better than you know for his first appearance. So right. if if we do get two more, I can only imagine it goes up, especially if you know the VFX artists and everything have yeah that much more time. To work on dark side. Well, that's a great point because that's, all I to that's a great point because yeah, Avengers from Avengers to Infinity War, um, he looked like shit because they tried to do a CG version and they were working on it right, 
And it's just funny how they, they you know, they mm-hmm. get upset about, you know, Darkseid in the beginning, how he didn't quite look like Thanos. Like, did, did you watch Guardians of the Galaxy and the other films before Infinity War? Like, yeah. he went from, like, looking yeah. pretty cool in Avengers to this CGI piece of shit. And then Infinity War, they, they perfected mm-hmm. it. And it's like, yeah, they they no, wait, had to say? fix him. We're going back to Thanos a little bit. They have him in the first, like you said, the first couple of movies where he was like all CGI. He do a little, uh, a little smile, and then all of a sudden, and he's like greenish or whatever it was color he was. Purple. And then yeah. he comes purple, and then he comes into the later Avengers movies, and uh, you know he's bald. He's got the. He's not cartoonish anymore. He's not all. So, completely CGI'd. Right. So it was, it was really weird how they mm-hmm. kind of changed that up as well too. But that's just, you know, I, I didn't, I'm not a huge Marvel person anyway, because I'm all DC, but right. uh, it's just kind of, it's kind of weird how they transitioned Thanos from the little cartoonish looking guy to, you know, yeah, the, the, a different kind of person, you know, later on. They so, perfected it. Yeah. Cause yeah. he was, he was like well, front and center of that film. You had to, he had to be effective looking. Well, and also it's interesting that uh, like, I don't see Zach ever, getting rid of Ray Porter, like as the voice of dark side or like the oh, mocap yeah. of dark side. Holy shit. Um, the, Damn. the original Thanos, uh, we never saw him again. Cause that was not Josh Brolin. That was like, um, I can't remember his name, but he was, uh, he was a black actor and they just like completely let him go. Right. They're just and, using like, for his that. looks pretty much. Weren't they like, yeah, a little bit. And like, they never, you know, he never got any <laughs> recognition from it. He never got like, they, they they could have really used that to like build like another career. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, no, let's just get Josh Brolin. It's like, okay, like not I guess nothing against him, but like it was just like they could have had another Chris Hemsworth. They could have had another I don't know, another actor from the Marvel. I was on the record of saying like before Infinity War, I was like, why didn't they just keep this original actor? Like I I really dug the look. Why couldn't they use camera tricks to make him bigger? You know, they did that in Lord of the Rings. Like, that's an ancient yeah. effect. But yeah, they wanted a bigger name, obviously. Um, but yeah, yeah. W- which is funny because Darkseid, Ray Porter isn't like a huge name, correct? Like, I looked up the dude and like, I don't recognize this guy really, but his voice yeah, no, is he, fantastic. He, he was, uh, I think he was like a theater actor for a while. Oh, perfect. Um, he, he was, he's been in like, uh, he's had small parts for the, for the most part. Uh, I remembered him from, he was actually in a Disney Channel show called Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Oh, really? And he played like this British dude. It was it was hilarious. <laughs> is he British um, in real like, life? No, no, he's oh, okay. not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, like I remember, you know, when the rumors were coming out that he was dark side, I looked him up. I was like, whoa, dude, that's cool. That, his voice um, is so uh haunting. Like it's perfect. Oh yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Can't believe it. And I've been and I've been on a couple shows with him. Um, like last night while I was we actually did a show with him. Um, but he's mentioned before how like when he's doing the dark side voice, like they like pretty much uh, him, Kieran Hines, and Peter Guinness, who play he plays Desaad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there, when you hear them talk, that's pretty much their voice with a few, like a little minor tweaks. Yes, but like that's pretty much their voice. Like that's his voice as Darkseid. Damn, like because he's done it before on the like on different shows. Like yeah. he'll just go right into it, and you're like, yeah, that's it. That's just it. That's just the voice. Get like a happy birthday greeting or something from them. <laughs> yeah, maybe. please leave a message. Like holy shit, yes, I will. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for calling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. I, I just, I thought Dark Side was great. And uh, yeah, just every, the whole buildup and the nightmare scene, like it, Joker. What'd you guys think of Joker this time around? If you weren't fans before. 
Yeah, he was it very. Was, uh, it was pretty. It was pretty suspenseful, and I mean, it was a pretty good ending to, you know, set up the next, the next movie. Um, I'm glad they were able to bring Jerry Little back, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I mean, he's kind of freaky anyway when it comes to. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, I liked how they brought that in, and yeah. you know, I just like I said, and we've been saying the whole time, I just wish that hopefully they, they can build up on it. Yeah, and you know, I really enjoyed how they did it. A lot of things they didn't make. You know, Steppenwolf looked like a whiny baby because, you know, in the other movie, he's like, my mother. And then it looked like he's going to put his finger, his thumb in his mouth. Like, he's As he's getting carried off. He's like, uh, he's like I oh. can't find my mother. Oh, you know? fuck. He got his ass kicked and killed even. Uh, yeah, the Superman scene, I'm sure you love that, Billy. I did, too, when uh, the axe comes down for Cyborg and he's, uh, what, he's what did Superman say? He's not impressed. Or, or he's not impressed. Yeah, and then he freezes it and breaks it. Oh, dude. Yeah. Like, that's that awesome. Was, that was... He, gets, so... he, like, kicks, he, like, kicks him in the groin, too, because he's, like... <laughs> Superman's, like, gliding, and all of a sudden, like... Kicks yeah. him, like, in the... Like, in the yeah, he, yeah, he does the... This is part of the room. Yeah. He does the 300. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was, like... That bit was very meta, too. <laughs> Holy because, shit. Like, because, like, you look at the 2017 version, and, like, you know, he he flies in and freezes the axe like his cheeks get super puffy yeah. and he uses the the ice breath or whatever but in this it was just like literally like a little like a little blow he's like yeah and then it froze i was like that is awesome like it's literally <laughs> subtlety which right. Zack snyder like he knows he knows how to do subtlety and his uppercuts um, yeah oh shit yeah it, that was that, that was a great scene i just love that it's like was. time to go home and wonder Woman was like i'm not done yet <laughs> Just yeah. severs his head. Like, damn. Yep. He's not coming back. Well, Superman. Uh, Superman. Uh, I think broke off like part of his ear or his helmet part. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, his horn. Yeah, man. Shit. His horn. Yeah. He so, was pissed. He's like, "Fuck you." Yeah. And then Aquaman just. And okay. Okay. I'll just stick a fork in you. You're done. And so he's. Oh, that was badass. Face. Yeah. <laughs> he tried it through his back. Yeah. And then. Uh, why not put the ice in the cake so Wonder Woman just uh, just chops his head off while he's flying? Mm-hmm. Dude, what a powerful so group not? fight that was. Like, everyone was involved pretty much. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, let's go back to the, as they were coming into the, the final showdown, Superman wasn't there yet. But, wow, talk about an Avengers moment, if you will. Like, you know, how you always try to get the whole team. Like, when the Batmobile's there and everyone's soaring to the, to oh, the yeah. oh my God, that was I mean, an awesome shot. moment in general. Yeah, it was just a beautiful shot. Like, if that was originally there, like, why the fuck wouldn't you use that shot? Like, yeah, that's that's your shot, man. Like, yeah. Also, if you I, notice, if I you notice, uh, Wonder Woman bad. is flying. I feel bad oh, that's right. He's the only one that's not flying. <laughs> right. <laughs> we got more of his Batmobile though. Like, you got a lot more of his Batmobile down there, and he wasn't. He didn't have that stupid alarm thing that the uh, oh god parademons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were like ripping shit up, and I'm glad we got a little bit more. It was very small. I'll put this link in the show notes, but going back when Bruce Wayne picks up Barry Allen, he's got that awesome Mercedes car, I think it is. It's actually yeah. made it's made fresh out of from a video game, Gran Turismo, and I think uh, Snyder really liked that, so they, they made that car just for the movie, yeah. and uh, yeah. it's badass looking. I wish we would have got a little bit more, but just it pulling away and going, speeding up the ramp, like... That was awesome. Like I just love the whole showcase of that. But yeah, there's a you saw the you saw the you are not alone billboard, right? The AFSB. I don't no, I didn't. Holy shit, that it's was like there. Right as he, it's like right as he pulls away. It's huge. oh, dude. It says, it says you are not alone. It's yes. like it's for the uh, you know 
American Foundation of Suicide Prevention. Oh, like, wow. It was, that That's was, cool. That was awesome that he put it in there. That's a cool moment. Yeah. One I'll thing have I to like go back. about it, too, is that uh, one other thing I like about it, too, uh, we're watching the trailer, and uh, everyone is standing by that hologram. And mm. we were trying to figure out. Oh, sure. Yep. Is it Superman? And, and I was really hoping it was Supergirl, but, you know. And then, you know, Barry Allen was like, we know what we need to do, but I'm not saying it. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and so Superman's hologram, you know, he kneels down and then he starts flying. And then everyone's like, okay, yeah, we know what we need to do. But right. that was one thing that, that I was really wanting to see the most, besides the part that where Superman flies into the Batcave. And, you know, that's one thing that we were trying to figure out as well, too, is that, you know, is that Green Lantern? Yes. Is it Superman? Mm-hmm. Is it, you know, who who is it? And I'm glad that they're able to, you know, bring that in finally. He said that you might come. And we're like, you know. Yes. I, I was hoping that when we first saw the trailer, I'm like, I was hoping it was Green Lantern because that's one character that they don't show more of. But mm. we saw like the, the green and oh, what we thought was green and Alfred's glasses but it was actually Superman's, you know. Right, right. Uh, and we never got that scene in 2017. Like that was another scene that was ripped away from us. And uh, yeah. we got it in the special features yes. or whatever. Yes, but they did want to do you know more Green Lantern stuff because like in the in the the interface, like the nightmare vision that he sees, uh, you can see Kilowog lying on the in the rubble of like the Hall of Justice. Zach Zach actually did want to do like you know a Green Lantern scene. I think he was. I think Green Lantern was supposed to be the one who was at the end. Instead of instead of March Manhunter, I I heard it um, was um, I heard it was John Stewart, I, and this could be wrong, but I heard yes. Steiner wanted John Stewart. No, it, yeah, he wanted John Stewart. Yeah, and WB and he, said and no. He even, he even well, he even like uh, they said no, and he shot it like in his driveway oh, really? or like his backyard or something. Yeah, and then like he showed it to them, and they said like if you put this, I think I can't remember exactly how it went down, but pretty much like he he shot it, and like they said like no. And then, Stupid. um, and then I think they they did it again with Martian Manhunter, but then he shot it anyways, and then you know they put it in the movie or right, something like that. Right. I'm not I'm, I'm not 100 on that, but uh, yeah, a lot of this was like you know, like they denied him doing Green Lantern because they wanted they were gonna do like a series or something, mm-hmm. and it's like cool. We still haven't heard anything about that, and we could have had that in this movie. And you just said, Damn. you know, no. Well, maybe it's because maybe they don't like the casting choice. But so far, they've used all of Snyder's casting. So I don't know what the hell yeah. that deal is with that. And yeah, that was the only thing that was kind of jarring. And it's not like a, it's not really a bad thing. But since we already got the Martian Manhunter scene with um, Lois Lane, I thought that was like kind of a good way to just end it. I did like the ending scene, but yeah, it, it, you know, I think it was like overkill, maybe too much. Well, um, I mean, you needed you needed someone to put that nightmare vision in Bruce's head, right? Right, and I'm not and that was Martian, that yeah, was Martian man. That makes sense now, if yeah. You, if you look at that, if you look at that, uh, that nightmare scene, yeah, um, and like other people have talked about this too, so I wanted to get like your guys' thought on it. If you look at that nightmare scene, Superman lands on the, you know, on the bridge or whatever, where everybody is. Yeah. He stands up and it's the, it's the repurposed shot from BVS from when he lands in uh, Nairobi. Oh, yeah. okay. But his eyes start glowing. Like he's going to use the heat vision. Yes. But we never see the heat vision. We just see the glowing red eyes. Who else has glowing oh, red shit. eyes? Oh, shit. No. So. Oh. Yeah. Damn. That would make sense. Cause I was like a cliffhanger. And then it's like episode two, like, Hey guys, it's me. <laughs> like well, oh so hey what's really, up <laughs> really maybe it's martian manhunter that really turns evil not really a superman 
Well, no, it was like more of a disguise. Like he's posing as yeah, Superman. Yeah, yeah, I think it's right. A, or, yeah, but yeah, I mean, who knows? Uh, that would be something too. But since you brought up the eyes, uh, there's that one effect I really loved. I think when, it's when Superman is battling Steppenwolf, or no, it's, I think it's when the portal opens. You see Darkseid. I think you mm-hmm. see Superman's eyes like they gradually get red, but you still see the eyeball, and then it gets you know obviously red, red. Oh but, yeah. Oh, I love yeah, there that shot. Times in that movie, that. So many cool shots in that film. And mm-hmm. what did you guys think of the black suit? I know Billy, you really wanted that when um. Yeah, I really wanted happen. that, and you know, seeing the you know the pictures like behind the scenes, you know, when you know when Henry Cavill's you know wearing a coat, yeah, so you can you know obviously see what he's wearing a suit, mm-hmm. and you know. I don't want to see that forever because, you know, other shows and cartoons have brought in the black suit mm-hmm. because even in the nineties, uh, Lois and Clark, he wore, well, he wore a black suit, but it was, uh, it was black tights with a, like a blue S signet on it, but oh, they, sure. they, brought, they brought, they brought in a black suit in some form. Now, I was glad that they were able to do this finally, because when he died in the comics, he came back wearing the black suit. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that'd be a good way to bring him back. And, when he went back to his ship, they showed the suit. But I think the regular suit that they showed was actually for Supergirl, from what it looked like. Hmm. But that black suit, I'm like, finally, we're going to get this. And then when he came out of uh, the ship, like he did Man- in Man of Steel, yes, you know, that the slow mo. And then, of course, he's got to kneel down and take off. You know, I'm like they got to do that right all over again. But had the rocks was, move, yeah. Yeah, I was bouncing up and down when I when I, when I saw the black suit finally. Well, what'd you think of the two dads talking to him? You had Clark Kent, or I mean, sorry, you had Jonathan Kent and you had uh, Kal El, or uh, not Kal El, Jarrell. That was that was really cool too because you know they're they're both his father. I mean, he he didn't know his father Jarrell at all until except for you know his you know hologramic self, and mm-hmm. then he had, and then but both fathers talking to him, giving him the the guidance. I think that was a really good move to do that right because mm-hmm. that kind of gives him the i guess the comfort of you know of his of his fathers to move on and yeah. do what he set out what he was set to do and i, I thought that was good to, to add those voices sure mm-hmm. that was awesome you've never heard that before like a mashup of both fathers talking to him and well and it's crazy to think like that was all new dialogue wow Oh, like, sure. So they came back. At, they came back at some capacity to record that. I don't know if it was in 2017 or if it was like if they just did it over the phone or something like that. Mm-hmm. Also, Billy, you read you read how like they made the black suit possible in this movie, right? Um, I didn't. So he wanted to do do the black suit like initially, like that's like the entire movie he wanted to do the black right. suit. Yep. And then uh, WB was like, "No, <laughs> we need him in the blue and you know the classic one." So he said, all right. So he had the suit constructed in such a way that he could like go back easily and re-edit it to make it black in post-production. Oh. So like, you know, they shot in the red version or in the in the classic version, but he was pretty much during post-production, he was just gonna do the whole like like forgiveness instead of permission type of approach. <laughs> um, uh well, and then so sense. that that's why in in the 2017 version it looks so wonky because the lighting they turned up the lighting way too much and you can see like the padding. That's why it looks so everything. fake, right? Cheesy, like yes, yes that yeah. makes total sense. Idiots. Yeah. Didn't they know that? Like, didn't they? Why couldn't they grab the BVS suit? Like, you would think, God, they just don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> Jesus. It, it was destroyed. <laughs> I guess, but shit. I mean, <laughs> they didn't know and that. Like, 
Yeah, like, those are no. the things I like well, well, too because in the last version, when Superman, you know, well, well it's Clark Kent, I guess, when he's in the trench coat, and in the original version, he's looking yeah. up at the sky. He runs through the alley or whatever. He has the original suit on. So was that the same thing that they did? So they shot him in the regular suit, and then they turned it black in the post production world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's why the 2017, it's like the same shot. It's just it, they made it the shot. traditional. So yep. Yeah. They could just flip a switch, if you will, or hit a button. Yeah, because I, re- I remember when that shot, you know, that, that, that shot happened in the 2017 version. And then like a behind the scenes thing came out and Zach was like literally right against the wall as they were yep. shooting that scene. So I was like, oh, OK, so he was there. So that's weird. Yes. But, you know, now it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, and he's also in the cafe as Lois steps out with the coffees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was cool. I saw and, that from the internet. But that officer she gave coffee to was the original Jimmy Olsen from Superman the movie. Yeah, yep. yeah. And after forty years, he got to say good morning, Miss Lane. Oh shit! You're right. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was in the 2017 version, but he was he was like just checking the guy in with the marker over his face and stuff. Oh so. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he pressed, he pressed that phone button and it turned into like a red phone. Yeah, so like can, what? Yeah, uh, that was so break. weird. Yeah, uh, Mitch, what'd you think of the black Superman suit? I liked it. I thought it was definitely overdue. I know that uh, I don't know much about the whole black suit thing, and I know that when he dies, he comes back with the black suit. It's like a rebirth suit, sort of. I think. Weird. Oh yeah, but yeah. I was kind of hoping that was the case, but yeah, when you're dead, I guess you know. He's still you're good. Dead. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> He's still- Mitch's quote: "When you're dead, you're dead." I like that. You're I, dead, I, you're mean, dead. I, I guess maybe you're. I, I don't. I well, and the the only thing that kind of got me, yeah, was at the end of Batman vs Superman. All of a sudden, the ground started shaking a little bit, so I kind of got the feeling like he wasn't dead. Right, he like he was rejuvenating, coma, like an like an alien coma. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah maybe I, I thought they were built from that too. I thought yeah. that they were built from that too because when he first came back in the comics or whatever, he came well. He came back in his tomb because his tomb was opened was opened I think by Lois or something like that and mm-hmm. uh, the casket opened up and here's Superman basically regenerating himself so yeah. I thought that, I thought they would build from that like from his from his grave in the mm-hmm. ground or maybe even move his body to you know maybe the fortress or something like that for him yeah. to regenerate that's what the, I thought they would do right but I mean how they did I mean. It, I mean, it, it was good. They kind of did. They kind of did because, like, as much as good, because oh, they kinda, right. they kind of had to factor in the whole mother box thing. Yes. Of like, you know, even if he is still like alive a little bit, they he still needs a little bit of a kick. Yeah. Yeah, because they put him in the goo and stuff, which was in the. Yeah. I guess that ship is his fortress of solitude, like a modern yeah, version so. yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. They uh, they def- definitely done away with crystals. I don't think they ever had crystals in this new Man of Steel. They didn't. No. It was just. It was yeah. like uh, USB ports, yeah, they right? That codec, that's <laughs> Which are kind of cool, but um, yeah, more modern. I really, I really liked they. You know, they brought back Carla Gugino for uh, to be the ship. Yes, um, but it was cool. So, like, you know, they did the whole nightmare thing again. Yes. Um, after they, after the ship advised them, you know, not to do it. I love that part. So they, you know, uh, that's another that's another repurposed scene because he couldn't uh, shoot that Lois Lane death scene. When you know Superman's kneeling and like he yes. has Lois in his arms, yep, that's from the Man of Steel right after he uh, snaps Zod's neck. Yes, I, I thought it looked. Um, I thought he looked a little younger in it, just a little bit. Yep, I was like, yep. oh shit, okay, yeah. yeah. And Lois is charred, um, man. She's like burnt to oh, a crisp. Oh yeah, she was just, just a just a skeleton. They went there, um, but but after but you know after Superman wakes up and everything, 
the ship says, uh, uh, the future has taken root in the present. That is a, that is an Excalibur line. Yes. Which, you know, it's one of Zach's favorite movies and he's like inspiration for this yep. universe. It was on the marquee um, when the Waynes came out in the uh, BVS. Yeah. Yep. But I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Just to, you know, not just like a callback to the movie, but also like, well, you have now <laughs> put us on a course for this future. I love, I love Cyborg go. saying no. And Barry's like, go. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got that tease of time travel because as he was too late, but as his speed increased, everything reversed just a little bit. Yep. I loved, yep. I loved all of that. I thought that was really effective. Let's talk about. Lois's pregnancy. I guess she is pregnant in this film. They've said you did see the test in her drawer. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you guys think about all that crap? I mean, that kind of that does away with the whole um, the whole uh, theory or not theory the storyboards, right, Joe? Where Bruce Wayne was the father to Lois's kid. Well, yeah, that was that was done away with a long time okay. ago. Like, okay, okay, yeah, that was out of the that was out of the gotcha. Like the, the thought process of, like a while ago. I see, but it's interesting. I mean. Cause then you start to think about like during the, during the fight with Superman and she comes in and is like, did he see the fetus? Like, did he see the, did he, could he see the baby? And that's oh, why he shit. stopped. His, yeah. His, uh, I thought at one point he was like, like while they were in the house that he was going to like hear the heartbeat or something. Right. Right. Um, it was also very early. So. Well, they, they say uh, at the end of the film, when they're bringing stuff back into Ma Kent's house, that there's a bassinet and that could just be Clark's, but I don't know if that's got any, oh, yeah, any they, mean. Yeah. I mean, because well, in the in the 2017 version, she's carrying just like moving boxes, but in this one, yeah, she's carrying a bassinet. So it's like, no, it's that's definitely that's for them. It's, it's gonna be interesting to see that because you know they're saying that you know they're a Superman's kid is supposed to be the new Batman, which yes, I, I heard that. Not 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 quite sure if I like that. So I my thinking is that was kind of taken out of context because again, you know back back during the entire bruce lois thing like so if if that came to fruition and like they had a kid together he would not be he would not be kryptonian he would not have any powers right so he would be able to be just another batman but if it it were like a kryptonian batman like a you're like a you know superpower batman i'm like "Eh, that's weird you actually fly though that'd be kind of (laughs) cool because as a a kid um, you're like batman can't fly like why he's got a cape? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I get it. It would look weird if he had like glowing eyes and shit. But maybe, maybe he could, he could just fly. Like he doesn't have everything Superman has. But well, I don't that's know. what I'm saying. Like I don't think it. I don't think it's still in the. Yeah, I don't think it's still in the in his in his thought process anymore. I think that was mm-hmm. he was. I think he was just saying like originally I wanted this to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now it's not right. Well, and um, I just wanted to say, like, you know, you know how I what I like about Marvel with these shows they have now is you get to go back and explore more characters and stuff. If they would make this movie canon or even I guess maybe the 2017, there is a gap when Superman is dead. Right. To this event. Isn't it like a few months or so or. Yeah, it's like three months or something like that. If I was in control, I would I would shove in and obviously you'd have to change it up a little bit. But I definitely would shove in like a reign of Superman film or something. I just want Mm -hmm. to see uh, Steel done right, preferably by Snyder. But he probably wouldn't want to do that. But. You know, like this movie builds up so much. And like, if you just uh, go into the breaks of the stories, like this is, you've got, you know, a certain amount of months to work with. Maybe you can insert something storyline like that. Like, that's the only thing I wish we would have got from BBS. And not to say Snyder wasn't going to go this route, but I always wanted to see a flashback scene of like 
Affleck's Bruce Wayne talking to Dick Grayson, you know, like they're having an argument or just mm -hmm. a tease to that relationship. And I was just thinking about this after this film. If uh, BVS had such a scene when you saw the Robin suit, if uh, there was a scene with him and Dick before his you know, tragic death, because death. that yeah. was confirmed that was Dick Grayson, I believe, like in Snyder's yeah. verse. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's Dick Grayson. Well, but and and Zach even talked about how they were he wanted to do that. He wanted to do like a flashback. I think it would have been in the nightmare or in the sequel, where which would mostly be in the nightmare verse. Joker and like they were gonna have like almost like a Last Supper type of deal. Oh, okay. Um, and like Joker and Batman would both like do their own like point of view retelling of how uh, you know Robin was killed. Right. Like they were gonna, they were. He definitely wanted to do that, but it's just right. Will we ever see it? Is the thing. That's just that's what sucks. Like everything was just built up here, and you could, if Warner Brothers didn't love all this per se, like they could do what I thought, like insert certain things, like do a prequel movie for Batman. I don't know, like sky's mm -hmm. the limit. But obviously, they weren't going to allow control, like especially with Affleck. I heard him and Jeff Johns did not get along. Uh, that could be wrong. I'm not sure, but I think Affleck had a great vision for his character. For now, this is this is the payoff we get, and I'm I'm definitely fine with it. And I think, uh, you know, it was a feast, and I loved how, you know, you, you, with Flash, you he was less annoying to me, and I loved the scene with his dad more. Like you really got to see yep. that, and uh, yeah, yeah uh, I mean that's kind of news too. Like, um, um, oh God, what's the actor, bro? Billy, um, Billy Crudup. He's been recast. Uh, Ron Livingston, is that right? He's actually yeah, an, an Iowa native. Yes, yes. Office space fame. I think he can pull it off. But yeah, I was kind of bummed. Like, why would they recast his dad? Like, it just the sucks. The thing is, yeah. The thing is, no matter who was going to be recast, it would have been such a downgrade. Yeah. Not not because like you know Ron Livingston's not a good actor. Yeah. It's just like there was that connection we had to Billy. Like not not only because like you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, we spent like almost four years looking at him as as Henry Allen. Yeah. But also, like, he's worked with Zach. He's you know he was mm -hmm. Doctor Manhattan. So it's of just course. Like, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Like, if something changes, I'm I'm not really holding my breath or anything though. What did you guys think about like the the humor and stuff though? I thought it was just right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there yeah, was a it, it wasn't part overdone it wasn't with the overdone. Flash. Uh, you know, saying you know we can have this done in seconds, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like that respect though they gave to Superman though. Like they didn't just pull him out of the ground like he was, you know, yeah. like piece of meat. Like they respected yeah. him, and there was no pet cemetery that, joke. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> they knew that he would do the same thing. Like he would take the time to yeah honor you know the dead. I I just appreciated the humor because they didn't use it like at the expense of any of the heroes. Like like with Flash, they didn't turn him into like such a loser of just like I just push people and run away. Or yeah, you know, yeah, like pet cemetery stuff or anything. It was just like brunch. Yeah, he tripped over himself a couple times, but also like he he was doing cool shit. Yeah, well, that was something Steve was saying about he liked he liked this movie a lot. He just didn't like he, he liked that Flash uh, Superman run scene. And I reminded him like, well, yeah, but you have to throw in brunch, and I think that's a terrible joke. So <laughs> I wouldn't like that. <laughs> that's just yeah. a weird. Whedon thing he well, did, and, and like the the fact of this movie being like so much lighter in general, yeah, that was always like Zach's plan. Like it was going to be a lighter movie. It was going to be, I don't know. That's just why I don't like people just classifying Zach's movies as dark in general. Because mm -hmm. if you look at Man of Steel, it's yeah. not a dark movie. Like I mean, you know, 
he smiles more than people give him credit for. Like they're always like, why isn't he smiling? It's like, well, there's like a bunch of screen caps where he is smiling Mm -hmm. or like, you know, they're, you know, like they're, they're, they're like, I don't want my Superman being all emo and mopey. It's like, yeah, but also he's an immigrant. He doesn't know where he fits in, in the world. His entire planet got destroyed and he just had to kill the last of his kind. So right. Maybe pay attention to what's actually happening. Who in was, the movie. who was going to kill like a family. They never talk about that. They just like, Oh, he yeah. just broke his neck. Like he was, he was going to kill that family. You could not change yeah, no, that. He, and if he well, lives, he's still going to do bad shit. It's the same thing with people like pissing their pants about the, the wonder woman terrorist scene. It's like, it's like, wow, she used excessive force on him. It's like, dude, he was killing, he was trying to kill kids. And like, he was about, he, he was on a suicide mission. Like literally their entire thing. Like if you listen to that other terrorist, he said, uh, we had no demands Four city in a few minutes, four city blocks are going to be gone. Yeah. Like they, they, they didn't expect to come out of there alive. So, you know, her killing one terrorist is like, okay, well, like that. Yeah. And they made that. Right, and they made that bomb more powerful than the 2017 version. Like in the 2017, yeah, yeah. is just like a little explosion. This sucker like yeah. rocked her back. Like you believed it was going to take out four city blocks, and the whole. I love how she you know clings her uh, arms together, and all you see is the <laughs> debris in that dude's hat. Like oh my god! So I take it he's obliterated, right? He's no longer uh, around. Oh yeah, well, it, it came down. It came down like a Rorschach's hat did in Watchmen. Oh shit! I didn't even think about that. Um, yeah. But someone, you know, someone broke down that that scene, the the terrorist scene, uh, from oh like both God. 2017 and this yeah. one. And it's like, and it's like, you know, she's doing. I noticed this too. The that's that's uh, slide kick she does. Yeah. Where she like in the in the 2017, she just like you know trips the dude with her leg. Mm-hmm. But in this one, straight up just like kicks him like to the wall. <laughs> um, yeah. That was all like amazing. Right. And then like someone, someone broke down, like in the 2017 version, there's that, there's that dude who like hits her with the butt of his gun. Yeah. And it's like, it's like in this one, it, it was like, no, there's no chance. Any of these guys are going to touch her. Right. Like they're like, they, they don't have a chance. Like, Oh, that, that scene just like, it gives me chills. Well, just, a lot of, she's just, yeah. Just throwing them around like trash bags. <laughs> well, a lot of people are like, why would he just shoot the gun in one direction? Like you gotta think she's super fast. So yeah. he's doing it really quick. So obviously mm-hmm. he got the slow-mo for a reason, which I know a lot of people bitch about the <laughs> slow-mo, but these guys are powerful and shit. I do love how she just, yeah, threw, threw people around. That was a great mm-hmm. scene. Um, I want to talk about Martian Manhunter before we wrap this up. Obviously, uh, Henry Lennox, he was General Swanwick Harry. in, uh, or Harry, I'm sorry, uh, in Man okay. of Steel and BVS. That's That's mm-hmm. what I like about this movie, like, if this is all we get, it's still a great ending to the Snyder trilogy. At least we have closure. Like, you know, this whole movie is the scale is better. Stakes are higher. There's a lot of character building and there's setups, right? And you just like the 2017, you had like no military people around, which just felt yep. weird. And it didn't make it yep. feel big because it's like, mm-hmm. is anyone paying attention to Steppenwolf like dropping by and shit? Like... <laughs> I mean, I just didn't understand that. Like, where's the military? But yeah, you got this great scene in this film where um, he poses as Ma Kent and she's uh, talking to Lois, trying to get her to come back to work because she's not, she hasn't returned to the planet. I did think it was mm-hmm. funny though when she probably called Ma Kent later uh, when Clark came back. If she recounted that uh, get together and Ma Kent's like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> yeah. I never saw you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man, Martian Manhunter, that was, I thought that, I thought his look was great. I love, um, Harry Lennox in the part. They, they have his likeness as Martian Manhunter and, you know, oh, he, yeah. it, I thought it, it was, really a, yeah, it was a very well uh, done scene and I, um, I, I hope they use him in the future, but I don't know, you know, I, um, but still we got to see him and I'm sure for him that was, I mean, I think that was, um, a revelation after his appearances, right? Like this was kind of a retcon thing to make him match Martian Manhunter. Um, I think it might've been like, they might've heard, you know, like certain fan theories online. I'm not, again, I'm not very sure. Yeah. But, uh, like that's something where I'm like, I don't care. Like that's, I'd rather have that than not have it. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't care either. I like it. Um, yeah, like, like whether whether it was his, you know, is his plan or not. It's like it all worked out. Also, if we're gonna have like that stupid Marvel shit where it's like, oh, uh, you know, uh, Peter Parker was definitely that kid from Iron Man two and the oh, Iron Man right, mask. right. <laughs> and it's like okay, well, if we're gonna have stupid shit like that, then like we can definitely just have this already existing character become a superhero like good point. who cares yeah good point yeah for sure yeah they do that all the time so yeah i, I hate how dc tries to do some similar things oh, oh, oh that's that's bad Don't they did do something that. stupid with loki too like they said like how he was under like a mind control thing or oh, something fuck. in avengers i nope. can't remember it was, it was something some yeah like five years later explanations like who cares again no stakes they want to make him a good guy because he's got a series oh, coming God. out like it's that's what's stupid like just stick to it like he could just be a terrible asshole who changes like you know yeah. still not to say forgive him for what he did but they kind of have <laughs> you know in the films anyway yeah. but yeah um, one, thing you also tell too, one thing you also tell too is that in uh man of steel you could tell how he was reluctant to be against superman so maybe that with that mindset if you go back to it he was reluctant to uh, turn superman in to zod mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then in bbs you know he's like deeply like saddened when superman gets hit by that missile yep and so yeah he probably was you know he was in hiding you know that's probably the mindset what they're trying to go back to oh sure yeah. so, it's, it's crazy yeah. to look back at that and just like see the see how it like his acting hits differently yeah now that you know yeah so uh, i think that's probably the reason why he was though he, he was the way he was back then and then now that superman is back he can actually show you know, his true colors of who mm -hmm. he is and not being hiding anymore instead of being, you know, a secretary or a general or wherever he was. Right. He can mm -hmm. come out and be who he is and be a part of a team that he knows that, you know, he can use his powers, you know, for for good. And yeah. Just, that's what I think now anyway. Right. Yeah. No, that's a, that's that's pretty much on point. Like he even says, you know, I've realized I have a stake in this world. Like I can't just sit back on the sidelines. I have to like there's a war coming. Like I have to, you know, I have mm. to be there to help. I love that. Yeah, Affleck looks so healthy in that sh that shot they did. You know, and oh yeah, I love how he's well, just like. Mirrors, go ahead. I was just saying it mirrors the Man of Steel one, like the like the side that each of them are on. Mm -hmm. Like it just mirrors that Man of Steel shot. That's, oh that's sure, yeah, because he's levitated right, and like Clark was yeah. right. He's like, I'm from Kansas. Blah blah blah, and yeah, you're God. That's so. Is, is that accidental, or do you think that's total Zach? Uh, 90% of the time, Zach doesn't do anything on accident. So it like, I think so, but like, that's just me being, you know, yeah, sure. <laughs> a dumb nerd. 
<laughs> not necessarily. I mean, he's he's you know he's a he's an artist and he really crafts yeah. things very well. And oh, yeah. I I like that whole scene. Like Bruce is like, yeah, we could use more people, and it's like he's like, I'll see mm-hmm. you around. He's like, yeah, see you around. Like mm-hmm. that whole thing was cool. I want to see. Even though I'm sure a lot of nerds are like, the Justice League, the, the headquarters belongs in the city, not the Wayne Mansion. Like, I'd still want to, I still want to see that though. It's like, it's cool. Yeah. I'm glad they kept well, that. You saw, you saw when they were panning out the like in that last shot when they were like zooming out and like Manhunter was flying away. Yeah. In the background, in the background, Wayne Manor was like under reconstruction. I didn't see that. I just saw Gotham, but I'll have to look at that again. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. I, I love, I just love being able to see Gotham though. Like, it just makes it feel like where he is you know how far away he is like that was a beautiful shot i'll have to look at that Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. yeah anything else before we go guys i do uh want your opinion joe on you you did watch it again in the gray version correct yes i did and uh what'd you what'd you think about that i mean it was just it's uh i thought it was good um i don't know if it would hit well with everybody um certain things definitely got to stick out more like vfx and like the flash scene where he's like putting everything back together. That was so cool to see like in black and white. Um, nice. But like for, for, for anything I can respect it so much, like it gets all my, my, all my respect because that's how Zach has been putting out photos. Like, you know, yeah. From the movie the past few years, they've all been in black and white. And whenever he's worked on it or um, screened it for like friends, like I think he showed Momoa and like gal mm-hmm. and uh, a couple other people. When he showed it to him, it was in black and white. Nice. So, like, I think it was just like a cathartic thing for him, mm-hmm. and I can totally, you know, respect that. Um, but as far as like final thoughts, I think my favorite aspect of this movie was a uh, the hopeful Batman that people were like, mm-hmm. like crying about for the past five years. <laughs> yeah. Um, like it's like, well, look, not even a year later, we would have been able to see it had you just like not pissed your pants for five seconds. Right. Um, because like, you know, he's he mentions faith like two or three times throughout the movie. And like just just that God, that one scene where, you know, they're getting on the flying fox to go to to go to to save the Russian family. Um, no, I'm just kidding. They're, they're not in this movie. Thank God. Um, but they're, getting, they're getting on the plane. And, uh, you know, he's like, I, he's like, he'll be here. I know it. And he's like, what makes you so sure? He just says faith, Alfred, faith. Yes. Yeah. I like me chills every time. I like that they had arguments in this film, him and Alfred. It wasn't like played safe, like you know. I mean, you can tell there's tension in BVS. Obviously, they had, they did have that fight about Superman. I mean, it wasn't like a huge fight, but I did like how Alfred was like, you know, are are you sure you're gonna you're Mm -hmm. gonna wave this cape at you know Steppenwolf and stuff like a like a bull, and you know everything else. He was more calm about it. He was like, you know, I'm acting strictly on faith here, like this, like. You know, we have we have the we have the cape. Like that's the that's the beauty of it. Yeah. And also, like, uh, and just one more thing. I I love, like, how Bruce realizes like, uh, he wouldn't be where he is without the people in his life. So like when they're when they walk in the back cave, and he's like, everybody, this is Alfred. I work for him. Yeah. Like that. That's a good line. That was cool. That was cool. I liked how. Uh, right, I'm done. I liked how <laughs> I liked how Aquaman was like. Didn't he say like this is a badass place, Alfred, or something? Badass, like that? Alfred. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, uh, what about you, Mitch? Uh, final thoughts on this film? Definitely, definitely see it. Like I said before, it's just so much better, and it's well fleshed out. The explanations on things finally make sense instead of them just being there. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, even if you, <laughs> even if you do the 30 day trial and not sign up for HBO max, because other movies are coming out here soon. Yeah. Do it. It's sure. well worth it. Excellent. What about you, Billy? I think for me, you know, I loved it. Uh, you know, one of those things that uh, I remember the most as well, too, is that at the end of BBS, you know, Luther's like, you know, he's been awakened and he's coming. He's just like. Then at the game part of Justice League, Superman's overgrown voice is opening the mother box. So it's his voice that's really doing it. Yes. And we understand now what how it happened. Because exactly you know, when when Kryptonian yeah. died and his voice is like spreading all all across the world, mm-hmm. it's making this stuff. You know, he's unfortunately it's Superman's fault, but he's opening the boxes, <laughs> right? <laughs> because mm-hmm. he's you know he's he's screaming, right? So, um, I mean, after years of wondering, you know, is this all we're gonna get? And I have much more respect for Zack Snyder for what he did, and I hope that you know they come out with two and three because. From what I've read, you know, uh, Justice League Three is supposed to be basically mostly Superman, like a mostly like a sequel for him. That'd so be cool. I hope that you know they can do that and build off what they had because I would like to see a war with Darkseid, and yeah. not a simple one the way. I would like to see the you know there he did the thing with uh, uh, Doomsday, which I wish they would have done more with. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. seven more out of the way. Now let's have the you know the overgrown war with you know with dark side and let's see the built off uh, evil superman bring in more characters that maybe about in hiding like hawkman and whoever else Mm -hmm. and then let's you know let's let's have what what he's out to do because this Mm -hmm. this was like a really i mean i was addicted to it from the time i started sitting down watching it and (laughs) just you know seeing what you know what we wanted to see and i just hope that they can build off of that i really do with Flashpoint, I, I mean, I now they hired a new Supergirl now, which is really different. Yes, um, I hope that they can they can build up that as well too. So do Flashpoint, bring Supergirl in, and then maybe have, you know, built in you know with Doomsday as well too, because it's not Doomsday but Darkseid. I think that uh, Darkseid actually kidnaps or whatever. Uh, I think it was Darkseid that kidnapped Supergirl, and then Superman has to go get her. So. Mm something that we can you know like she's like she's a slave and right i think that's something they can build off of as well too so i hope to see that yeah that would be that would be interesting now they you know because that she's going to be introduced in that film how she'll be connected to cavill's superman how they're going to do that i that'd be super interesting i think it would be a damn shame i think the biggest shame for wb to do uh would be not to use um, Cavell again as Superman. I, I think he's freaking perfect for the part. He's still young. That'd be a huge mistake if they don't ch- try to utilize him at all. So I, I yeah. hope, you know, if anything, I hope they still, they do something with him. Because, you, know, you know, he's getting other parts. So it's like, you know, he doesn't really need them. So maybe that's why he's not desperate for a paycheck, right? So they're like, hey, we just want to give you this little bit of cheddar. And he's like, no, I deserve more. And Maybe I don't. I have no idea, but I, I, you know, I, I gotta say, uh, yeah, I, I've looked forward to this movie for years now. Like all of us, I believe, I, you know, I just can't believe it happened because I really was hoping it would, it would, you know, see the light of day. And, um, you know, I, I gotta tell you, the the morning that it, it dropped on HBO Max, that was like uh, Christmas morning to me. 
I, it was weird. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was weird. And I, I didn't mean to see it right away. I was going to wait because I, I saw it with my cousin and uh, <laughs> couldn't help it. I, I was like, I'll watch 10 minutes. And that turned into an hour. And, nope. but I stopped it many times and, uh, but yeah, I ended up finishing the bastard, but I couldn't help. I couldn't wait. And all the, you yeah. know, the internet, it, you know, it, some of it my, impossible. yeah, some of my favorite, uh, critics on internet, you know, or on YouTube, I knew they were going to be talking about it. And it's like, Oh, I can't wait. I got to talk about it. I got to hear about it, whatever. And, but yeah, mm -hmm. I really, it was a, it was a great feast and, um, I'm so happy. I, I hope, and we, we talked about this in a group. Would be cool if we could run out of the theater and see this thing, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe oh, yeah. that would be awesome. I don't know if it'll yeah. it'll come to theaters if that's even um, an option by then. If you can rent one for kind of cheap, but I would love to mm -hmm. have all of us see it together. I think that would be really really cool. And also another another level of uh, vindication when the when the Fandom trailer came out, the first one showing Dark Side. Um, Everybody was like freaking out about like, you know, they're spitting on the on the you know legacy of Jack Kirby. None of these like apocalyptic apocalypse ap apocalypse characters yeah. look like, you know, any of his creations. And then the movie came out and the grandson of Jack Kirby was like, this is great. Like everybody, you know, <laughs> they all everybody did a great job. Right. And it's like, ha suck it. And then crickets, right? Like, oh, yeah, oh absolutely. I've got nothing else absolutely. to say, Your Honor. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I hate that. And. Let's talk uh, real quick. God damn it. I keep remembering things. Uh, one more thing. Loved, loved, loved the boom tubes in this film. It felt more, oh, yeah. it felt more powerful. The other one was just kind of like, what the hell is this thing? It, you know, mm -hmm. it was just like bloop and he's gone. This, this one was so incredible. Like the sound was just perfect. And, you know, Zach probably got a time to improve sound effects. Maybe, I don't know, but the sound and, just everything in this film, it was there. Like he just captured it. You know, it's kind of like a Tarantino thing where, you know, you go back to hateful eight when they're in that uh, haberdashery and you feel like you're there, you know, the sound of mm -hmm. the, the pan and the soups and the, the footsteps, like that's in this film, like the sounds of everything. If you know what I mean? Like you just, yeah. it, the music, I don't, I think that's what's different is there's not a lot of music playing over actions. I mean, until sure. they fight and stuff, but it just feels rich, you know, like the whole horseback scene with Bruce and all that. It just felt like, wow, we really missed out. And I'm I'm so happy we we have it now. And yeah, mm -hmm. everyone should definitely see it on HBO Max. If you, if you got a friend, go over and see it. It's worth it. Uh, they, I think, are going to be releasing it uh, physical form. A Steelbook, I think it was announced, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was, oh. like, a, it was like a custom one. Yes. Um, I don't know if, how, I don't think it's like very official. Right. Because that website does like their own stuff. Sure. Um, But I don't know, like, because that's, uh, that's only in like the UK. So we'll it's probably like bootleg, get like a, probably some dude shot in his living room. He's like, yeah, this well, is cool. It, it, it's, like, <laughs> it's like actual quality, but it's just right, like, right. I like full, like it's on the WB, yeah. you know, website or anything. Yeah. yeah, if you haven't seen this movie, what what the hell are you doing? Come on. It's <laughs> like it's Batman, Superman. How can you not like I mean you got Wonder Woman being a badass? Like yeah. give me a break. Yeah. Go see, like go watch this movie. And I hope uh HBO released like I think it was five to eight minutes maybe of behind the scenes. I'm hoping that's a tease for more. Uh maybe in oh, the well, yeah, they, physical they, copy. They released a uh they released a uh thirty like a thirty minute thing uh like Friday, I think. Oh sweet, sweet. Yeah, because I, yeah. I love to I'd love to see this whole thing broken down like how it how it came oh, to yeah. be and especially with zach's voice with it and 
yeah mm-hmm. just incredible so yeah when it comes out uh, physical media i'm definitely uh grabbing that sucker and i might i might just put it in my uh justice league case i like you know i got before and uh although it has yeah. a as a a blue uh red classic colorization of superman yeah. on it so that might not yeah. work yeah yeah i'm just so happy this is this is historical and uh yeah we have we did a previous episode about the road to the snyder cut mostly through joey's eyes uh definitely check that out that was so cool joey you're like part of history there and yeah every time they now <laughs> every time they show that announcement like you can hear joey laughing and just excited and it's really yep. really freaking special so yeah um fantastic well guys this was this was fun I'm sure I missed some other things to talk about, but I think we covered pretty much everything about the film. Yeah. But yeah, definitely, definitely much, much better than that 2017. I don't know. I know, Joey, you said you're not going to see that one ever again, probably. Uh, I'm, I'm, tempted, <laughs> I'm tempted to see it again just to be like, wow, this is shit, you know? But of course, <laughs> that's time I won't get back, so I'll have to think about that. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. When, I see it on, when I see it's on TV, I kind of skip by it now. <laughs> yep. you're like I ah i know I, the better one I'll, I'll watch man of steel when i can uh, maybe i'll watch bbs but when i see justice league i just kind of like eh, now that i've seen this other movie yeah because before <laughs> i'd watch it every time it'd be on tv but now it's like eh, well nah i was watching those yeah, yeah. <laughs> well now it's not the only thing we have like we have the actual justice league movie yes yeah so yeah i get that it's damn right well guys thanks again this was fun uh yeah Everyone out there, see this movie. <laughs> Please do. Please we need, do we need it. More. Do it. Do it for Zach. Do it for Autumn. That was uh awesome uh, tribute to her. Yeah. yeah. That hallelujah at the end. I, I love that. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. um, that I think that's just, you know, I think that should stop a lot of haters right there. It's like, you know, a lot of shit went down behind the scenes for this film and he lost somebody and this was a great mm-hmm. tribute to her and, it has raised a lot of money for suicide prevention. So it's just a positive experience overall. So don't be hating. Yep. Just just see the damn film and uh, yep. be thankful. So mm-hmm. it's a feast after all. Be thankful. So let's restore the Snyderverse. Yes. 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 Is there a hashtag we can put out there that is a different? Oh, restore, restore the Snyderverse. I mean, yeah. I don't know if you I don't know if you saw on Thursday, broke 1.5 million tweets. Nice. Which is that broke the record for like Avengers Endgame. Great. So technically, a four-year-old movie <laughs> broke records for a movie that came out, you know, two years ago. Oh, that's wonderful. Yep, that's fantastic. Yeah, restore the Snyderverse, everyone. Come on, join us, won't you? We'll be back. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. I'm Billy. And I'm Joey. Take care. Bye. Bye. Change.